Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I would have never thought I was going to say this again, but here we are again with another episode of Hear Me Out. I got a special guest here today. His name is Charles. He's uh, the owner here at Seed Pollock Coffee Design. That's located here in the Danbury Fair Mall. Going to be doing a little interview, you know, asking him a bunch of, uh, well, a, little, a few questions. It's going to be a short episode. Um, so I was with my cousin, family member, really close to him ever since, you know, birth. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume that. But uh, this is Charles. Charles, if you want to say hi to the audience that's listening. Hey, my name is Charles, uh, part owner of Seafala Coffee Design. Um, yeah, me and Christian will go back a long way. Oh, yeah. Just to let you guys know, I'm also the store manager here at Seafala since November, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, November 30th. November 30th, right. And then... So today, just uh, you know, explain to you guys and tell you guys a little bit about the back history in terms of Seafala and what we're aiming to do, what are our goals, where do we see this turning into, and uh, you know, what are our hopes and aspirations to be in the future. So Charles, if you want to know, give a little backstory as into you know how Seafala came to be. Yeah, so Seafala uh, pretty much started about. I want to say like eight months now, uh, give or take. Uh, my dad, who has businesses uh, in Guatemala, got with uh, a friend of his and uh, that sells. Um, I'm gonna have to change that because I'm trying to think. What's the best way to to say it? Because it's the thing. My dad doesn't want me telling him like his the the businesses that he has in Guatemala. So what should we do? <laughs> Just say he has businesses. You don't have to be specific. Oh, he doesn't? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's like people are going to know what it is. Yeah. And most of them. All right. So, yeah. And I can just continue, right? In this type of format. Dude, this is, yeah, totally free, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to put that one. Right? No, no. This is this uh, okay. is my podcast. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know how, about it, how it comes out. This yeah. is totally organic. This is uh, okay. no, no script, no, no pre-planned layout or whatever. It's totally freelance stuff. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, no, uh, so my dad has businesses. Uh, he got with a, another business partner who owns a coffee farm in Guatemala, and together they, uh, they pretty much were talking about how it would be great to sell here in the United States uh, to break market here. My dad offered uh, to go in 50-50 with him. They came and spoke with me and offered me an opportunity, and I was you know, glad to try this new adventure and to see uh, where I can take this experiment and see how far we can go with it. Now tell me, when you were first told about this project in terms of like starting a coffee coffee shop or, you know, something, or anything revolving in the terms of coffee, what was your, your first and initial reaction? That was interesting because I was never a fan of coffee. Um, my dad came to me and said that he would like me to write up a business proposal uh, to make a coffee shop that could rival Starbucks. So that's so that was the initial plan. That was the initial to yeah. go against Starbucks. Was to go against. So Starbucks. you guys haven't even thought about going or competing with that Nespresso concept. No, not at the, at that point. No, it was uh, when he came to me. He said, "Hey, let's uh, you know let's compete against Starbucks. I make a business proposal for me, and that's exactly what I did." And then uh, a week later, I met Kali, uh, who's our partner in Guatemala, for the first time. Uh, I showed him what I did, 
he really liked the enthusiasm and the work that I put in in, in, in just a couple of days. So at that point, he had come uh, to the United States to visit in New York City, went to different types of coffee shops, went into Nespresso, and that's where we got the idea of possibly selling not just coffee, but like machines as well, and make a hybrid coffee experience uh, and sell machines as well as the beans. So that was the initial layout. Yeah, that was the Perfect. initial layout. So to go in Starbucks, but serving drinks as well, or just coffee? Yeah, to sell like sell cups of coffee, but um, we didn't want to have like the coffee shop experience. We wanted more of the um, the coffee lifestyle experience, you know, Perfect. where you could come in and you know. Uh, we'd give you a, a cup of coffee, tell your story. ...to develop in terms of a plan, and did you face any kind of, you know, like, fear, you know, going into a completely new business that you know almost nothing about, and just taking it head on? I mean, the biggest fear I had was the fear of uh, failing, but I think that that's with any type of business that you do. Going into a new venture where you have no idea what you're getting yourself into is an interesting one uh, because, you know, two things come out of it. Either you can excel or you can just hate the project. But, you know, I thank God that I was able to enjoy it and, like, really, uh, really, like, like the culture and, and appreciate the culture in itself. So that was the thing, like, when... When Kali came to me and asked me if I like coffee, I told him I hated coffee. I wasn't a fan, yeah. But I was a businessman and I was willing to try, to try out, you know. So, talking about previous business experience, what experience have you had, and how has it helped you in terms of developing, starting up this completely new project from scratch, without knowing anything? terms of this market well you know one of the the great things is that uh having a family that's always been in in business owning uh restaurants uh bodegas and all that stuff really helped me in any venture that i went through whether i failed or didn't but like our pre you know the previous business that i went through was always in the, tech the technology side um and some of the things i really learned was always to uh, try to, you know, be optimistic, but stay grounded. Uh, know when it's worth investing in, in your time and effort into something. Uh, because, like, for instance, I had the video game store. The playing trip. The playing trip back in the day. Um, and it, that one was a tough one because that one I was really passionate about. I really liked it. I wanted it to succeed. It was probably the three or four years like that I enjoyed the most when it came to working. No, I would imagine. Yeah. The video game store. I got to go to E3 and all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, seeing all of that, but, you know, entering in, also entering into a space where at that time, Xbox had announced a PlayStation that they wanted to go more digital, you know, really made things a lot harder. And uh, to have a retail business that was already saturated as it was um, and being young and, you know, possibly like buying more product than I should have. I think I kind of, you know, learned that I just had to be more careful the next time I put myself in a project. So going back to Cifala, uh, 
because when it comes to starting, when it came to starting this project, uh, how did you, well, I know you approached me, you know, to take this in terms of managing the store and the operations, they go inside the store, but uh, how did you come across me and, you know, what made you choose me compared to, you know, you could have been anybody else. Yeah, know? so, uh, I mean, this is the thing, I, it's, you know, as we were, when we were young, uh, knowing, uh, knowing who you were and like, we never really got to hang out, but the little times that we got to hang out, you always left an impression on me in the sense of how you carried yourself, uh, how hard of a worker you were whenever I would pass by, uh, the Auntie Anne's, uh, so seeing that, uh, really always had me see you in, in, in this very like like I really respected you you know and I always like respected your hustle and, and the hard work that you would put in uh, even though you were doing a job that most pe other people would despise <laughs> <Yeah>. you were <laughs> you were still trying <laughs> really hard and doing the best that you can and showing and putting your best foot forward yeah. you know so that alone you know I figured if I can find somebody who would be passionate in an environment that, and in the environment that we want to create, which is an environment where like employees feel uh, part of the family, where employees feel uh, part of a team and that we all want to succeed and, and go ahead, then, you know, it was something that, it, you know, wasn't a hard choice when I saw you. And, and the, the crazy thing was uh, the day that I had seen it, uh, and, I remember I was uh, at AT&T in, I forget the mall. The West Farms. The West Farms Mall. West Farms mall. Yeah. So in the West Farms Mall, I remember saying, oh man, I'm really hungry. Where can I get food? And the guy told me, I believe that there was like a subway. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, just, just go. And when I was going, uh, I saw you and it was like a light was shining over, <laughs> your, over you. And it was, it was crazy because like, it, I, you know. I zoned into you and I felt like, I don't know, maybe God or maybe whatever it was, was like, that's the guy, you know, and that's, that's who we need to see. Uh, you know, there's great possibilities uh, and, and try, you know, let's see what, what could happen. And that's when I contacted you. I wasn't sure if you'd be willing to do it, but, you know, I'm really, really glad that you were you know, able to give me that chance to sit down and talk and for us to actually get to know each other more as, as, as colleagues, but more importantly as family. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you know, the, me speaking in terms of myself, like this, this opportunity, uh, when you presented it to me, it was a no-brainer to me, in my opinion. Like, compared to the situation that I was in, um, I felt like I just had to take it. Like, I I was making all right money. I was decent money. I had a good leadership role, but I just felt like um, the place that I was in and the stuff that I was going through, you know, behind the scenes there at my job, just like I I just had enough. Like I had to get out, but I didn't want to leave because you know I hate um, I hate giving that impression to people that you know that I'm a quitter. That I can't take it. Yeah. Or, you know, I this is something too hard for me to handle or anything along those lines. But, you know, the just in 
I didn't spend that much time there either. I only spent like at least six months uh, there at West Farms, but you know, a lot happened in, in, during, those six, during those six months. Yeah, like, I remember. Yeah, I told you all yeah. the stuff that happened. So um, that'll be, uh, you know, tea for another story. But uh, yeah, just when you presented it, I was like, I just had to take it because I couldn't handle it anymore in my job. And so. Like, like what you said, like, I felt like God presented me this idea and it was like a, a shining light in a room of darkness. So, you know, I just had yeah. to take it. And, you know, I was scared too because, like, when you told me that this is about coffee, I know nothing about coffee. <laughs> yeah. I, I, before then, I only drank iced coffee exactly. from Dunkin' Donuts with, like, a boatload of milk and sugar. I had no idea what kind of coffee they'd use or where it come from or how they do it. That was, like, the least of my worries or problems or anything, but... Um, compared to where I am now, you know, there's, there was a lot of growth. And that first day when we did the, those tastings in Ridgefield, yeah, I had no idea what to expect. Like, oh, I did yeah. not know what was going to oh, go down, too. what people were going to say, <laughs> yeah. what questions I was going to be asked. Um, yeah, because we pretty much like went blind. Yeah, we, we went time. blindsided. We knew nothing about coffee. We knew very, and then we were also doing the Jura machines too. We knew. Yeah, very little. Only so much about the Jura machine. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we just went in and tackled it. And the day was a success, I'm not going to lie. But um, it was a turnout that I did not expect. Yeah, you know, and, and, the, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, that's that's one of the things that I think that's helped, uh, helped me become very passionate with this project is the opportunity uh, that I see for growth. And not only that, because, like, you know, there's always that monetary gain, but there's that growth that I see within you uh, from when you started uh, to how you're getting now. You know, I remember always, like, uh, speaking with, with, my, with my dad and with, uh, with our other co-worker about how I always want to see you get angry. Not angry, but, like, you know, <laughs> voice your opinion and not yeah. be be afraid and, and to know that like at the end of the day we're family and what's business is business what's you know family is family yeah. you know at the end of the day and uh but seeing that growth seeing the maturity and seeing how how you're passionate enough to say hey i get what you're saying but you know i really think this is a, be a better way to do it you know yeah. whether you're right or wrong or whatever the case may be at least you're voicing your opinion you're letting your frustrations be known so that we can help this company grow and help this company get to a better place to help all of us grow in the long run and i think that's our ultimate goal with Cipala is to get guys like you young hungry entrepreneurs that want to grow and want to become uh, a better version of themselves and that's what i look for in in the in the employees that i hire you know oh, yeah. For sure, you know, there's there's definitely been from when we started in November, not even November, maybe even earlier than that. Like when uh, we did the tasting was like in July, I believe. Yeah, like around, I think June between June. I, I remember it was summer. When, yeah, some point in the summertime till now, you know, it's it's the progress is just just looking back on it is just crazy. You know, from not knowing anything up to uh, not knowing about anything in regards to coffee to becoming you know ultimately coffee connoisseurs you know, yeah and knowing about coffee yeah and mm. not only in terms of the beans and the product but also 
with Jura and all the other stuff that we work with uh, here in Cifaro. Yeah, and, and like the craziest part is, is our, and I think it's, it's one of the greatest things is our customers. The customers that come in and, and uh, that are passionate about coffee and have been so nice to like educate us and help us out, you know. Yeah. You know, obviously there's this, you know, as, as this project grows, I definitely want our leaders, you know, you and Ismael and, uh, you know, anybody that's really high up there to at least take some courses in coffee so that we do know more and are better educated to make sure that we're always providing the best and inf accurate information. But like right now, you know, the good thing is, is that, you know, we know a lot more than what we used to. Yeah, and we continue definitely. to learn every day. And, uh, you know, we're all passionate about something. I think that none of us were... <laughs> knew nothing about it. Even imagined to even know about. Like, yeah, it's, cra it's crazy. It's crazy looking, how... looking back onto it, like, when, before we even had a store. Mm -hmm. Or even, you know, decided to do the tastings in Whitfield. How did you ever picture it, you know, for us to be coming this far or, you know... Or not even just like the sense of us in knowledge, but also you know, the the reputation of the story, you know, people knowing about it, you know, the audience that we're building. I mean, I I think the craziest thing is you know, as somebody that, and I don't mean to sound pretentious or anything, but someone who has opened a few businesses um, already, uh, to see people come from the city. You know, people from the city, yeah. you know, people that own pretty big businesses look at our business and say, hey, like, you guys look like you're established. You guys look so formal. Look, you look like this is a company that know, that's been knowing what they're doing is such a big compliment, but also, like, crazy to see because, you know, speaking with the state senator, seeing how passionate they yeah. are about our project and wanting to see us succeed is, is, is great. Something that, I'm not saying I never got that attention, but not as much as I got it this time. Like this time around, it's it's like, you know, everybody sees the potential of what this business can, can, can yeah. become. I mean, so, especially for something that you really don't see just anywhere. Exactly. So, I mean, like, like you mentioned, like we've talked about before, you really only see this concept of like a boutique that does sell the coffee, sells coffee machines, and serves beverages in only, you know, the bigger cities. Like we went to go do that trip in New York. Yeah. And we went to uh, La Colombe, we went to Ralph's, uh, their food, their coffee truck, uh, Rockefeller, or maybe even in European countries, like, like most people yeah. say, where this, this, uh, this culture is implemented and has been implemented because, you know, uh, they, they take for granted this art ultimately and uh, they practice it and it's a it's practically a lifestyle like you said you know people it's a practice that a lot of people do um but you know the toughest part and the biggest part with our with our goal you know is implementing this here yeah in a much smaller market you know where people could give you know two craps about coffee yeah <laughs> where people only drink you know starbucks and dunkin you know people here only think that well, really think that Starbucks is high quality coffee. Yeah. When in reality, it's it's nowhere near where it's supposed to. Be. So. Yeah, and, and and like I said, I think ultimately uh, the culture is is starting to come here in the United States. 
uh, I think it's seen more in California and yeah. in uh, Florida. Yeah. So it's something that's interesting. I mean, I know Starbucks has their place. They have a very interesting uh, uh, structure that I respect uh, as how they treat their employees and treat uh, their customers. They had a, <laughs> you know, they have their history <laughs> in terms of like, uh, events that happen. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think that's with any company. The longer you are, the harder it gets. Exactly. You know? Especially when it's a bigger company like that, where it's yeah. a franchise or a chain. But, you know, giving credit where credit is due, they do have really good ideas that, you know, Sorry. honestly, I would love to implement here and help out. And like I said, our goal at Cifala, our ultimate goal is to see, uh, you know, young young people grow and, yeah. uh, you know, be able to... Uh, have comfort in this business to know that they can live a, a good life but that's something that we're working on something that we're hoping that we can get to a point where we we can uh, provide that type of service you know not just to the customer but to the employees as well because we know that a happy employee you know equals uh, a successful business yeah. so in terms of um Long-term goals, you know, future. Um, where do you where do you see Cifala? Let's say ten years from now. Yeah. What or what's your what's your hope and dream? I guess you know the, the biggest thing about what I would like to see five to ten years down the road um, is a company that uh, is interacting with the consumer. Uh, you know. We're, we're there, you know, we do like, a, we don't just, you know, when we, when we, when we bring out, we roll out our new discovery, which is our seasonal blend. Uh, when we roll it out, we want to roll it out with a little mini documentary that showcases the farm that we're working with. Uh, a little mini documentary for the, uh, if we get a, somebody to paint and do limited edition bags. So we have a lot of ideas that we want if we can get to that point because what you know one thing i've learned about service industry uh and retail right now is that service is, is almost king to giving oh, yeah. a unique experience to a customer is what's going to make a customer want to come to your store so uh you know i just feel like you can't just be if i if we were to decide to be like a starbucks yeah we could do fine we can do well Maybe we could even compete with them, but we're not really doing much different other than what they're already doing. Exactly. You know, but with this model that we have, we can offer a unique experience. Uh, you know, we want to be present in social media, Facebook, uh, live, and all that stuff. Uh, we want to work with local companies and uh, help them grow as well and do tastings. Uh, we really want to see how we can help our communities, help our country, help uh, help the farms in investing in, in getting the best quality beans and uh, to offer for our custom, our consumers is, is what I think our ultimate ultimate goal is in the big picture. Yeah, like, uh, I remember hearing this phrase, um, I believe it goes, um, a customer won't remember what you sold them, but they will remember the way that you treated them. 
Exactly. So, you know, that's, like you said, ultimately the experience is what, you know, we want to engrave into their mind uh, when it comes to, you know, having a new customer, you know, potential returning customer. Um, not just going away with the product, but, you know, walking away with an experience that they'll remember, you know, hopefully for a lifetime. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the, the huge goal that we have here at Tifali, whether it's, you know, showing them how the coffee's done with the, the Jura or, you know, how we just treated them from the moment that they walked into the door or how we explained our coffee to them and implemented, you know, everything that we know to them so that not only, you know, we make some product, but ultimately, you know, they, they gain knowledge of what they're buying or just, you know, that coffee culture, you know, implementation that we're trying to, you know, put in and get out there. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's even crazy with, like, our customers, too, how... How I feel that they, you know, once they find the right blend, they're really passionate about it. They really want to um, help us and continue to buy from us and, you know, give us suggestions on, you know, on what we can do to succeed. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really nice. And, you know, they, they respect us so much and they really show a lot of love to this company which helps, I think, us in turn to want to give them a better experience. Especially that we're local, you know, we're family-owned exactly. and operated as of now. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of, apparently a lot of people really like that. I had no idea, you know, that was going to be such a big factor mm -hmm. in our success from opening till now. Uh, I've had customers come in and say, you know, hey, why don't you mention that, you know, you guys are family-owned or that you guys started here in Danbury. Not because I don't want to, you know, just because it slipped out of my mind, you know. I yeah. forget, sometimes forget to mention that. Yeah. But, you know, apparently that's a good tactic uh, or a good motive, you know, to put us out there because a lot of people do support, you know, small businesses. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's really nice. It's really nice to see that, um, that when they know they have that sense of, like, oh, it's here, so it's my, it's my coffee shop. You know, exactly. Yeah. It's it's come from Danbury, so that's you know that's always like a nice a nice feature, and you know as and I think that's also like as time goes, you know, as time goes, people will get to know where did they come from. Yeah. You know, they're and beginnings. ultimately we've only been here for like what like four or five months now. Yeah. From scratch to you know ha not having anything, to you know having or starting to build a customer base and having people come back. Yeah, having uh, people tell us that you know, hey, I like your coffee. I'm here to get more. Uh, I'm here for another cup. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. You know, I never thought yeah. I'd be in a position, you know, where I do have to be an entrepreneur, and you know, help start help start something from scratch to yeah. get it to the point that where it is now. Mm -hmm. But it's just mind blowing. Like just for example, our Instagram, where we've had absolutely like gone from no followers to like. About 555,000, uh, 550, <laughs> 550 followers. Uh, we're not there yet, but you know, that's our goal. We'll, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> get that's our goal. All right. But uh, it's crazy, you know. Um, we have put a lot of hard work, sweat, thought, stress. There's been days, you know, like we've just felt like we're beat to the ground. Yeah. And, you know, and there's days, you know, where like this room is, is packed. Yeah. And, you know, exactly. there's not enough of us, but, you know, to go around at one time. Yeah. But, uh, it's, that, and that's it's, what's nice, like, you know, there are those low days where you're, you know, even me, especially me, who's like, wants just to see this store thrive from morning to night. Oh, yeah. 
um, just because we want to share our experience and let people know about our coffee yeah you know so i get that frustration but it's really nice to see those glimpses of what sifala can ultimately become exactly yeah. you know? and you know being pioneers in a concept like this where it's not really seen in small markets like this um trying to bring that in here and implement it not only that but you know doing it in a mall where you know here in america a mall is a dying concept yeah making it even harder than what it's supposed to be yeah but you know still having the success that we're at right now mm-hmm. it's it's mind-blowing you know you know it shows that we're doing something right at the end of the day oh yeah and you know that we are going to get somewhere and you know that this progress that we've done you know at the end of the day it's not for nothing you know people are starting to appreciate it take notice not only you know of our of us in terms of customer service but of our concept like when they walk by the store and they see the whole layout the design that it's something unique and different and something that you don't see just anywhere you know oh and like what one of my uh one of my friends told me that one of the advantages that we have and it's crazy because even customers say it after but um you know it's like it doesn't matter if somebody comes in you guys have three things you got the vision you guys have uh, the ambiance, and you have the smell. Yeah. You know, and no matter what, we'll have a customer that's like, "Oh yeah, I've been walking for like uh, three weeks." And <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I passed it. by like three times. <laughs> I've been curious. I, <laughs> I got. I just had the courage to walk in and ask now. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy and it's nice and you know sometimes it is what it is and you know coffee is a tough thing. You know, not everybody can drink it. Every, not a lot of you know, people like during it. the day or I mean uh, at night. Yeah. So it's like there's times where like oh I keep coming at night, but now that I came in the morning, I want to try it. You know? Yeah. And, you know us only serving regular coffee and not decaffeinated is also another obstacle because yeah. apparently there is a huge you know decaffeinated coffee market, and it's harder to get people in when there's that crowd out there. But you know we haven't been discouraged, which is a good thing. Uh, you know, still trying to bring those people in from the moment we're up there in front of the store, you know, asking people for samples to whoever walks by. Yeah. You know. And I think like, you know, we 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 do take whatever our customers say seriously from yeah. from the people that say they love our coffee to they hate it, which is really rare, thank God. But yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, we do take everything that they say. So even with like the decaffeinated um, group, we are looking into hopefully offering a, a at least one decaffeinated blend. Yeah. Uh, depending on how big the demand ends up being. So. Of course. I mean, at the end of the day, we're starting out. So, well, of course, we're not going to have everything yeah. in one shot. <laughs> but we, like, eventually, over time, you know, when this grows to be big enough, you know, we'll have more options. And who knows what else, you know, t could bring to in the future. Yeah, and, and even, else, like, you know, uh, you know the the... The partnerships we can do with other people exactly. as well, like other coffee companies, I think that that's something where, you know, we're open. We're open to, you know, work with uh, anybody. Work with, you know, we're we're doing a sip and paint, uh, you know, on March twelfth, right? I yeah, March twelfth. So, yeah. yeah, on March twelfth, which is a Saturday, we're doing it to help, you know, our uh, the the Graftopia, who's who's going to be the one hosting it. You know, because we want to be there. We want to be there for the community, help the small business as well, because we're in that same predicament right now. Exactly. But, um, what's my turn? 
Pa... Tvrdu vas mečnjeni fal. Pa ti... Business? No. Oh. Just move on. I, I don't remember. I'll think of it. I'll, <laughs> I'll remember it later. But, Sorry. Um, what was I going to say? In terms of, uh, of coffee, coffee now, out of the four blends that we have, uh, starting with the mild, which is the eternal spring, then moving on to medium, which is the seasonal bag, the new discovery. Yeah. Uh, then we go medium to dark, which is the legacy family reserve, and the darkest one being 440, which is the one that you like the most. Personally, you know, at first it was kind of funny because I really liked the, the darkest blend, the 440. And then I, I was leaning towards the light, which is like both extremes. You so know? how do you jump from, you know, <laughs> dark roasted coffee being the strongest one out there compared to, you know, the mild one, the lightest one, eternal spring? Honestly, it was just allowing myself to really taste both of them. And I like, I like citrusy things. And, yeah. you know, tasting the at least the, the mild, the eternal spring that I really feel like. The dark roast, yeah. My, you know, my senses are already burned out. Like, <laughs> I can't even taste the light one anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe it's that. But I, I think that's why I ended up enjoying it. But then now I find myself, you know, doing the legacy family more. But I think, me, I think it's like mentally I'm at the point where I'm just trying to do whichever just to get myself uh not really like used to the to the taste but like to get um just to always be trying all of them i think i think it's just very important at least for me you know i just remember that i was going to talk about before mm -hmm. so we were talking about the community and yeah. how people were helping us out and how they're really involved with our brand yeah uh, so what i was going to say was that it's crazy that you know people from the community especially who you know have uh a coffee business or have yeah. some sort of coffee background how they brought coffee to us for them to drive their coffee yeah just to, you know not even like maybe sell their product but you know just to you know expand our knowledge on coffee as well exactly so that um not only could benefit them but it could benefit us in the long run you know in terms of like i don't know just having that that background when it comes to trying different types of coffee like um you got that one guy right who brought um Vietnamese, I think. Oh, uh, Vietnamese. Vietnamese coffee. Yeah. And then today, uh, Colombian coffee with Cafe Avion. Yes. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, people people are noticing the concept that we're trying to implement. And, um, and you know, this this whole culture that we're trying to bring in here. Exactly. Uh, not only through our coffee, but hopefully through, you know, other people's coffee. And, um, you know, different types of blends and roasts from all around the world you know and bring them here to the united states where we want to grow that concept in terms of coffee yeah i really i really think that uh, the new discovery is um is really going to be an interesting project yeah. as to you know how we want to handle it in the future and how we're doing it now mm. um you know right now our upcoming one is supposed to taste like wine i don't know how that Neither do I, man. But, <laughs> I only know so much about coffee. So. Well, all I know is that, like, it's, it's like, cool. Like, whatever. Let's do it. Let's try it. Yeah, and it's an interesting you thought know? too. You know, like, like you said, how the heck is that even possible? Exactly. You, it makes you wonder. You know, how does it work? How is it going to taste? But we'll see when that comes. And we do have big plans 
for the long run. Not only for New Discovery, but you know, for the brand in general. You know, yeah, like that'll the, be left out for another day. Yeah, <laughs> or, like our future projects. Exactly. And, and, you know, hopefully, you'll see that come out, uh, rolled out into a carpet, and you know, brought out to you guys. But you know, one step at a time. And I feel like we're doing great progress in terms of where we started to where we are now. Yeah. In terms of a brand. But it is crazy. And, you know, we're making big steps from selling, tasting coffee at a booth in Richfield yeah. to opening the kiosk and oh, you know, yeah, displaying the that stuff there. Oh, my God. And then eventually <laughs> opening the store here in yeah. the Danbury Fair Mall yeah. and having this fabulous, you know, gorgeous layout that we have. Um, and also, you know, having the social media presence that we have and then to also working with other companies and other brands. Um, or just having people interested with us and you know wanting to work with us to also selling on Amazon too oh which yeah is a huge step for us as well because yeah. not only does that you know open us up here in Danbury or any of the local areas around here but also you know to anywhere else exactly. around the United States so you know it does open a huge door for us when it comes to you know expanding our brand and getting the word out there on our brand yeah no and, and it's really cool because you know as uh, like as uh, realizing the opportunities that are out there, uh, we are you know attacking it with uh, Facebook. We're getting our hopefully our um, our website up with the uh, subscriptions up as well. I also uh, we're going to be on Etsy. Uh, we're going to have a guy who's uh, selling for us. His uh, let me pull up the name. It's Go Dodrigo Do Drake. Drake Owl. Yeah. If you wanted to head over to his Etsy page, uh, his page is called Dodrigo, I believe. Dodrigo. Do, <laughs> so I apologize Do for the slaughter of the name, but you know, that's his business page. You know, it's on Etsy, so if you guys want to check that out, he sells like um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons gaming accessories, like dice. Exactly. Um, and he's also selling our coffee. He's doing us a huge favor. And it's not something that we asked of him, but it's, you know, it's something that he was willing to, you know, to help us out because, you know, he's a huge believer in, you know, helping our small businesses and watching them grow as well. So we are very thankful for him and wanting to come out and help us out. Um, yeah. And, and it's crazy. This is where I go back. Uh, we come back to where I said about the customers, you know, somebody that since December was coming to our store wanting to get a machine. Yeah. And like just talking to us, how he really loves our our business and our what concept, we're doing, yeah. our concept. He loves it, and he, he wants to see us grow. Yeah. Um, eventually, have his own coffee beans, if possible. But yeah. you know, the the great thing about this this whole this whole team up that we're doing with him um, is that he's you know he's passionate, and yeah. that's he what really I love is. to see. Yeah, like. like what you said before, he, he was persistent. Yeah. Uh, coming in, getting the machine. Yeah. Uh, because he wanted the the payment plan, but we couldn't offer that at the time because we yeah. weren't big enough. Um, but yeah, Gabriel, you know, believe it or not, you're, you're helping us out humongous, humongously. Um, not only by selling your coffee on your on your Etsy site as well, but you know, but supporting us and giving us the love and support that you know we look for, you know, in order to succeed. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, it's really greatly appreciated. You know, young entrepreneur, he's a young Definitely, kid. Yeah. Um, Respected. And, you know, we have other other group members that see our, see our passion, exactly. see 
what we are offering, and they wanna they want in on it. They want they want to see how they can help and see where this can go and how far this can go. Definitely. Um, just shouting out a few names out there. You know, we have Kali, your your dad, yeah. you, Ismail, who's like here part time, but he does as much as he can. Yeah. Um, we well, also have Lewis Nicho, is, yeah, Nicho, his social media team. Yeah. He's helping us out. You know, tremendously. Tremendously. Yeah. Not only by you know coming here and um, helping us take pictures, but you know also pushing out the social media, creating content for us. Um, you know, and also supporting us in our mission because he's a huge believer in you know what we do as well. He sees us growing and being huge in the future, just like what exactly. we do yeah. initially. Um, so yeah. there's this um, uh, huge potential. There's huge, uh, huge room for growth. Yeah, honestly, so for, if I didn't show you all, you know, you know who you are. Um, we highly appreciate you helping us out. You know, most of this stuff can't be done without either one of you guys. You know, helping put in a puzzle piece to complete the entire project. Exactly. Um, and you know, cheers to the future because you know we don't know where this is gonna go, and you know, hopefully we want this to be as big as it can get um, without changing any of the uh, the concept that we've had and the philosophy that we've reached out. But we're highly thankful for, you know, any one of you out there who have helped us. They're supporting us uh, by helping make something, whether it's in terms of content, spreading the word out there, you know, tagging us or, you know, shouting, on the, shouting us out on your social media in regards um, to whatever way you guys are helping us out. You know, like I said, we are highly grateful. And, you know, we can't be, we wouldn't be in the place that we are in without any of you guys' help. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, thank you. And you know, we're grateful with everything. You know, with you, Christian, with everything you've done, uh, helping us out with uh, this podcast and the yeah. future podcast for Cifala that we're going to be. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's a, that's an announcement that I fully was going to slip and forget. But um, I will be continuing. I will be trying to be more consistent with my podcast. I know it's been like about two years since I last <laughs> uploaded, but I couldn't start in a better way. But. Um, I hope to be more consistent and you know the big news as well is that you know I am going to be helping out and we're going to be creating a podcast here for Cifala um, a name is yet to be uh, chosen so we're going to be working on that maybe we might do a little contest yeah. on social media you know have people vote. bring our names and then eventually vote on what the name should be yeah. I think it's a great idea to get them involved um, so that's definitely a big thing you know that we're going to be pushing to get out there pretty soon and you know uh, not only to chat, but you know, hopefully expand your guys's you know knowledge in terms of coffee culture, and ex- you know, just teach you guys hopefully more about coffee at the end of the day. Yeah, and I, I think you know, with the passion that we have, um, we can definitely come up with some stuff and uh, you know, talk about coffee, talk about our lives, just talk in general. You yeah. know, hopefully in the future we can interview, um, you know. Connoisseurs, connoisseurs, anybody that owns Anyone a coffee, coffee farm, farm or a coffee company, or anybody that would just like passionate. to just, you know, hop on and you know talk about coffee. Yeah. Who's so, like really passionate? Yeah. And I think that that that's going to be important Definitely. as well. Uh, you know, there's there's just a lot of opportunity. I think uh, you know to hear hear uh, everyone's voice and and uh, this is an exciting project that we're launching. Definitely, and, you know, it's all about connecting with the community getting our word out there, teaching people. But, you know, this is a project that's still a work in progress and that, you know, we have big and high hopes for when it yep. comes to C-Fala design. But, um, I guess we'll cut it there. 
Um, so that's something to be on the lookout for. We'll see follow Toffee Design Podcast that we're going to be starting up pretty soon. Um, if you guys haven't followed us yet, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Um, I will be tagging them down in the description underneath. Um, Instagram is cfala underscore coffee design. On Facebook, it's cfala coffee design. Um, yeah. I'll be posting my social media down there if you guys want to give me a follow or just to see what's up. Um, we're on that on Amazon. Also. Oh, yeah, and we're also on Amazon as well. So mm-hmm. if you want to check us out, you know, uh, try some coffee, get some order to your house or wherever you'd like. Uh, they're up on there as well. All four blends, uh, Eternal Spring, New Discovery, Legacy Family Reserve, 440 Degrees, they're all up there um, available for you guys to purchase if you guys can't make it to the store. So that's also out there. Like I said, uh, store social media, my social media. Charles, I don't know if you want your social media on there. If you want people to follow you. <laughs> they can follow me. Charles, yeah, so, Lara. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do it up there. So it's been a nice talk. Hope you guys are interested with our brand. Stick on the look for, stay on the lookout for all those things. Um, so to close out, I don't know if you want to help me out with the the outro. Sure. So the way say? it goes, right? Yeah. Um, the way I did it two years ago with <laughs> my last episode <laughs> was uh, you say your name, so you'd be like, uh, my name's Charles Lara, and uh, thank thank you for hearing me out because the name of the podcast hear is me. hear me out. Okay. Right? So. Um, Awesome. You want so, to uh, my name is Charles Lara, and thank you for hearing me out. And as always, your host, Chris Lopez, thank you for hearing me out.